Ladies and gentlemen, the story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidmen podcast. Holy moly! A Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and light creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast. Sticks and Dirt Kidman Podcast. You're welcome, Travis. Might want to get close to the mic when you say that so we can hear you. Yeah. yeah a lot closer. 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 Yeah. So uh, I think we're in our episodes uh, 70s, I think. Oh, really? I think we're in the 70s. So we're reaching there. So glad to be back. It's actually been a while since we've been here recording. So look for a lot of mistakes and uh, stuff like that and enjoy it and laugh at us as we do this. It's been, what, a month since we've been in here? Yeah, I thought we were done. Well, kind of, sort of, in a way. It's what you get for thinking. So, <laughs> I thought I'd have a break. Uh, we will have a break. So, all right, we got an important topic to talk about today. Uh, uh, security in your kid's church, or your church in general. And um, we actually have today a real, true live detective with that, us today. That, did, that didn't go through. It will go through. I'll do it later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I knew it was going to happen. I, I was like, you know, see, there it goes right there. there is. Now, we have, now we have to do a podcast edit or something. Oh, to get that out wow. so no one. Podcast edit. There he is. Yes, today we have a real podcast edit. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Even when Jared's not here. You're exactly right, Alexa. When Jared's not here, he still messes us up. What is happening? The ghost of Jared. Wow. (laughs) We have a true real-life detective with us today. (laughs) There we go. There, we're trying to go it again. I got him. And uh, he's going to talk to us about church security. So, um, all right, let's let's get this going here, and let's take, um, what's the name of our band? The Polka Dots. The Polka Dots, yes. We're playing our Polka Dot music. <laughs> go around and introduce our uh, players today. Uh, to my left, he does our podjinks for us. Travis, have things changed? Are we still doing, how many jokes are we doing now for podjinks? Um... Are we still doing five? No, not five. Not five? Oh. Uh, six? Not, not six. Not one. Not one. Not one at all? Well, one. Hundred. And then one more. Oh, so that equates to about uh, two, right? Uh, about about two. About two quality morning kidman jokes. About two jokes, yeah. Every time at Podjinx. What about the quality difference? <laughs> and next to him is his wife, which by chance they are married. Yeah. So uh, tra- let's give a round, round of applause for Travis and Alexa Johnson. Yay! Say hi, Alexa. Hi. And uh, right in front of me, uh, he wants to keep his name private because he is a detective. 
I call him Detective Joe Friday. Let's give it up for <laughs> Detective Joe Friday today. Never going to be able to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and over directly to my one o'clock position is my daughter, Taylor, holding my grandson, Justice. And to my four o'clock position, I guess, is my son-in-law. He's running the cameras right now, so if you happen to watch our video cast, uh, you will not see him. And uh, you will not see Detective Joe Friday protect the images and names of the innocent. So, <laughs> top security here at our podcast room. Let's get it for Justin, Taylor, and Baby Justice Binge. Yay! And he has gotten a lot more verbal. So, if you just hear like random squeals. Yes. Yeah. Justin. <laughs> How old is he now? Five months? He's five months and finally coming around. <laughs> He's five months. Oh, nope. Nope. And so he likes to start talking a little bit more, or making noises, rather. So you hear in the background, that's that's Baby Justice. So, all right. All right. Uh, the Pokey Dots, can you guys stop, please? No. Uh, thank you. All right. Yeah, we're done with that. So let's move on along here and hop right into our topic with the one and only detective, Joe Friday. No, he, he says we can use your name, right? Yeah. Just your first name? Yeah, please. Detective Ben. Yeah, that works. Uh, that works great. But his All voice right. is, has been altered. Yes, the voice has been altered. <laughs> we, have a, yes. we have a voice filter on the microphone. Yep. <laughs> so what, this is what's, what's triggered this topic here. We kind of talked about this in the past <clears throat> it, to some degree, I guess, you know, in general. But we had an incident happen here uh, at our kids' church uh, about a month ago or so. And uh, it was just it was a situation that put us on guard. And kind of put us in check, I guess. And we literally had, uh, during our Sunday service at our kids' church from 10 to 11, we had a man whom I've never seen before, uh, was apparently roaming the halls uh, during church service. Um, never seen before. And when I, my first impression was, and y'all don't have to say this, he looked creepy to me. I, I didn't know what to think. And he was looking into our door of our kids' church, peeking in and out. I didn't catch that at first. But our detective here, who attends our church and plays a guitar, right? That's right. He yeah. plays, plays guitar at our church. Uh, he, he spotted him. And, yeah, just talk real loud. Talk okay. louder and get yeah, a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, I, I'm going to let you take it from there and tell us your perspective of what, how you took measure. Um. <clears throat> So it was just a typical Sunday. I happened to be uh, off the platform, and it was a, a point in the service where the musicians weren't on the stage, on mm -hmm. the platform. So um, I was just made, walking around, checking things out, essentially. Um, and I rounded the corner, and I saw this person I'd never seen before. And he was, he was peeking into the window of, of the kids' church. Uh, and when he saw me, he immediately stopped and turned around and went into the bathroom. So that, that, uh, that was disturbing, mm -hmm. to say the least. So um, my first thought, uh, I'll say that, that due to my job, um, I tend to think, the, immediately go to the very, very right. worst. Well, yeah. But, but I, I bring that in a little bit because I was like, you know, this is, you're not at work. This is. This is a church. There's, there's mm -hmm. plenty of innocent explanations mm -hmm. for this, that, that type of behavior. And it was just one point of data, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't really build a bridge with that. Um, so uh, 
I went in and I believe I spoke to your wife. Yeah. And I asked if, if there was any visitors or if or if she had seen that man and if he had brought um like uh, brought a child or yeah, something like with a, him. Yeah, like a grandchild. He looked a little bit older than mm-hmm. than than you know probably his fifties yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, he looked about yeah. his fifties. Um, and yeah, we we were told that, or I was told that no, never seen him before, and there were no no people in there that that essentially belonged to him. Okay. So I was like, man, that's that's not good. <laughs> um, and again, uh, it was just one point of data. So uh, it always throws me off a little bit when when uh, visitors are are at the church, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they're not doing what everybody else is doing at exactly. the time. At the time, everybody in the church was was in the in the uh, right. sanctuary listening to. Teaching was going yeah, on, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that kind of I was like, man, that's not. And later, um, I decided to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, he was walking in and out of the office. There were other people in there at the time counting the offering, that kind of thing. He was inside the office to, where they were oh, counting I offering. I didn't know that. Wow. Well, he. Uh, it was either right after the offering, or. Um, yeah, it was it it was after the yeah. first offering, uh, because. There was a couple people in there. Yeah, it's usually Chad and Yeah, and I walked in and I'm Dave. like, hey, and I asked those folks. I said, who is, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it might have been Josh as well. He might have been in there. Josh, Josh yeah. Um, I was like, does anybody know who this is? And they're like, no, we've never seen him before. So I went and kind of kept an eye on him, saw what he was doing. And he was a visitor. He was a visitor. Uh, but... Um, yeah, that that I kind of I kind of ran with that a little bit mm-hmm. as far as uh, trying to figure out if this person had ever um, well, let's put it every every uh, sex offender in the state of West Virginia has to register, right? Right. Has to uh, their picture is on uh, an internet website mm-hmm. that the state police run. They have to. Um, it's almost like probation. They have to keep in contact with the state police officer as far as where they live, where they work, and they have to, by law, notify everybody around them that they are, they are on that registry. So, so everyone they meet, they verbally no, have to say? or No, I shouldn't have said it like that. The, the people that live around them, all of their neighbors, yeah. they okay. have to tell their neighbors, and it doesn't matter why they are on there, they have to inform them. Uh, I am... A registered sex offender. So I immediately went to that. Uh-huh. I started looking around and I looked at all the pictures. Now, I have a, I, I, I have a special assignment in my job mm-hmm. uh, where I, I, I work with folks to um, hunt fugitives, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, but it's the, I work with the U.S. Marshals sometimes, and okay. I have I have access to those folks, so I know that not. All of the folks that should be on that registry and, and are in compliance. So mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody on the on there that looked like this person. So I, I kind of breathed a sigh of relief. But it also in the back of my mind, I knew, hey, not everybody is is in compliance with that. Right. So um, basically, I just determined to keep an eye on him, mm-hmm. um, and and, I, and that's what we've done. 
Okay. Thus far. <laughs> you're just doing what you're trained to do. What That's your livelihood, and you just kind of kicked in gear with that. And, yeah. And that's normal. Yeah. And now I didn't see the guy initially. I did catch him later in the second hour service when I went to the restroom. I didn't go to the restroom. I came back to the off my office. I seen him roaming the halls by himself. Yeah, and that's uh, always, walking away that's from always me. a big red flag. And and after what happened during kids' church, I thought that's got to be him. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's and a, it was that's a big red flag. And so that's you know that's two instances, three, four instances where he's just roaming around by himself. And and you know, I obviously I want to protect the children, right? You know, because that's what all of us want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it could have been something completely innocent or it could have been he was looking for money or something to yeah. take home with him you know absolutely so, yeah. so there's 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 lots of different things that this could have been okay so that that's in general did anyone else have a run-in with him or anything or see him at all I, well i saw him that that day and i uh he just the way he was acting in the service it kind of put me on edge a little bit just because i mean he was walking around. He was looking the opposite direction. He stood up, and he looked up towards the balcony. A lot. A lot. Yeah. During song service. So people were, everyone was standing up, and everyone was facing towards the platform. But he was turned around looking at the, at the did you see that? I did not. I, I was probably, and then, and then I, I think I only took, an, <clears throat> took my eyes off of what I was doing on the yeah, platform. Yeah, you were up on the platform whenever yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah, and then he kept doing that and walking back to the back. Pew. Now, at, at this point, we should say we're in middle of renovation at our church, so we took out um, the back, what, like six pews from our church? Yeah, several, several, several rows several of pews rows. are We have three sections and God. several rows in the back that are gone. Yeah. So he would, he would go to the back. It's not necessarily the back. There's a big space in between the back pew and the doors. So he would go to the back pew and... Uh, me personally, no one asked me to do this or anything, but I, I just wanted to like keep an eye on him. Uh-huh. I don't like him behind me. I didn't like him behind me, so I stood at the door, and Justin was there at the door, and, and Dave, another guy. At I church, saw, I saw you all do that. So, so like that's one thing that I did, but I didn't. No one asked me to do that, but I just didn't feel comfortable with him behind me. Right. And that way, I could keep an eye on him, and you know, again, you were just doing what family. you felt was the right thing to do because yeah. we don't know nothing. Yeah. And and for the, for those listening, we are. 10 to 11 hour on Sunday morning is our classes, like most churches, and we had our kids' church. The second hour is when everyone congregates into the main sanctuary, and that's where we're at right now in the story, yeah. where you saw him in the sanctuary right. during the main song service and all that. And um, so was there any other encounters, anyone here that? He did the he did the same thing the next week. He came back the next week? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was here two weeks ago. Yeah, he was here two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And he, wow. did, he did the, did same, the same thing. Because... Uh, and again, I feel like I'm calling this guy out, and I don't know what his right. intentions are. So I don't want to. I don't want to throw him completely under the bus because he yes. just might be ADD. Yes, I mean I that's know that's that. what I'm coming yeah. to. Yeah, he might just be ADD because, like, I mean, we all kind of are in this mm-hmm. day and age. Um, but uh, it was after the first song service, and he walked in, in the back and talked to. Um, Dave, who is essentially uh, the usher, yeah, yeah, uh, position of authority, <laughs> so to speak, and he asked Dave where the bathroom was, um, which 
I listened to the whole thing, and I and I, <laughs> I wondered to myself why we'd ask Dave when, where the bathroom was when he knew where the bathroom was because I watched him walk into it. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. The week That's before. True. So I was like, well, so he obviously, you know, he probably legitimately has to use the restroom. So I, I listened for that door to shut uh, in that hallway, and then I went and I stood in the kids' church just to see what his he would do after he walked out of the bathroom. That's experience right there. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, because it has that tent on the door, the window, uh-huh. um, I don't think he really realized I was there, but he did the same exact thing that I had witnessed him do the week before as he walked up to the door and, and like, uh-huh. He couldn't Got see anything because it was just my back standing there, but he, I could see him through my peripheral vision, mm-hmm. and he was like, for about 10 seconds, he was trying to look around me into the kids' church. Oh, wow. Again, one data point that you can't exactly. really do anything with, but it's just weird. It's just weird to me. It's yeah, still- that's the thing. You, can't, you don't want to jump to conclusions, but, but until you know the full story, and people are acting kind of like not weird, but just out of the ordinary... Like you want to, you want to make sure everything's okay. And you gotta take measures. Yeah, yeah especially because the way everything's been lately. With and, and I updated the pastor on this, you know what I was doing, uh, and I told him, hey, ninety nine point nine nine percent, this is nothing, and it's innocent, and my mind is just goes to the worst possible spot. But I do that because the worst possible spot is so so bad, and I've yeah. seen it, and I've had to work it, and I don't want that to happen here. And I know of other churches where some sort of incident happened, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that here, right. so that's why. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just bring closure to the, the situation we had here. Um, after it was all said and done, after church that day, we found out he was a guest visitor of someone in the church. Right. And the times that we had seen him ourselves and those initial moments— those first impressions, he was always by himself. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. So, um, and, and we, like you all said, we, we're not calling this guy out. This whole experience put us in check. This is how we're utilizing and looking at this situation that we, we were involved in. This put us in check and kind of tested us, I guess, to be on our toes. So it's a, it was a learning experience for us, and I think we all responded properly because he came back a second time, and... We've never went, none of us have approached him or his, the person he came with and said, hey, this guy is really creepy, blah, blah, he's been snooping around. We don't do that stuff no. because it's a, to a, it's, a, it's a soul that's come to church. Right. This guy needs God more than anybody, just as much as anybody right. does, right. okay? We're just doing our job. We're just, you know, because if something were to happen to one of our kids, you know, of course, we're responsible for it. We want to make sure we've done everything we can do. And we did. Now, not everyone who's going to has intentions to do something is going to be that obvious. Right. True. There could be other guys or, or women come through that are con artists and know how to disguise their actions and, you know, be pretty slick about it. Yeah. This was a pretty obvious thing, and we just responded properly accordingly. And so uh, he's welcome to come back again, but we, you know, it's just it's what, not just him. It's not just yes. him. If any person came to the church and, and was acting in that manner, mm-hmm. it, it would have. Nothing against the way the guy looked, 
or anything like that. It's just what he was doing. Yeah. Yes, it's what he was doing. Any person and, that yeah, that, they, that, that just that, that made your appearance look even different. You know, it would make me suspicious. exactly. It doesn't matter what he looked like. If any person did that. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I started turning around and, and clapping towards the balcony, I think people would right. And I mean, look it, at me. I didn't even see that. We're obviously That's like funny. in an apostolic church, so there's lots of movement, lots of different things going on. But it was, just, I don't know, it was just more roaming. I guess. Yeah. It, it, well. He wasn't doing what everybody else. Right. Was doing. Yeah. yeah. That one that time, time that you were talking about, he went to the back. You know, and me and Dave were standing back and we were watching it, but like he walked back and then walked over to the right, and then he just kind of stood there in the middle of the aisle, like in, yeah. in the middle of the section, just stood there, and like it was like he was fidgeting. And so, you know, what I mean, it, one thing, like you said, it's it's not him; it's the action that gave us reason to have suspicion. You know, what I mean, like and we we wanted to make sure. That everything's okay. It's not like we're like, you know what I mean, I don't know like how to say it, but yeah, it. I mean, it's um, it's a deviation from the norm. Uh-huh. That's what it is. It's a deviation from the norm. And if people who are typically in church and see something like this, they're like, man, that that makes me feel weird. To the layman, I mean, if you feel weird, if you see something that makes you feel weird, mm-hmm. it's probably because it is weird. Right. Mm-hmm. It probably it's probably is weird. So, um, again, he's probably just ADD and never been to church before. That's probably yeah. what it is. That's I think that's he, probably spot on. He seemed not like he he. Uh, it was the first time I think it was the first time he came. The first week he was walking to the back, and just like you mean Ben is saying, you know what I mean? It's not it's nothing against him necessarily personally. But like, I mean, he walked back. I'm like, you know what? Even if he does have bad intentions, we still got to leave a good impression on the guy. You never know that one simple handshake could be the difference between him doing something bad and him giving his life to the Lord. So you know, I mean, I walked up and I get, I shook his hand, told him that we were we were happy to see him and stuff like that. And he, he still acted a little. He almost acted antisocial. Honestly, yeah. that's the that's the reaction. I tried to shake his hand. and He didn't want. He like he started to, and then he kind of like tilted his hand a little bit. And then we kind of didn't like that number. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was like the, 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 the back of the hand kind of touch or whatever. And I'm like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? It's no big deal. But Should've like, kissed the back of his hand. <laughs> I'll give but, you a dollar if you do that next time. <laughs> oh, God. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's probably he has limited to no experience inside of uh, a church. Right. Yeah. That's probably what and, it is. And there are some people who are just not good at being in social situations i mean this guy <laughs> and that might be i mean there's go to walmart there's there's strange people mm-hmm. yep yeah i mean I, i'm pretty sure i come off as weird because like i'll go through the cash register and like you know like you you pay for your whatever and they'll, they'll be like oh have a nice day and like that's when my social anxiety might kick in and i'll be like they'll be like have a nice day i'll uh, i'll say something what, what was like a response i would have well, mostly it's like at restaurants. It's like, okay, enjoy your meal. And he goes, you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean like, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But um, we, all, we all did what we felt we needed to do. And so I had experience uh, when I was in church in Carolina. Um, there was a man there. And this just come to my mind. Tell you, I don't know if he was there or not. Um, there was a man there who had issues with the pastor at the time, and uh, uh, he had a gun on him. You know, some some of them in the church carry like we do here, and um, this this man uh, had problems. He had a big family. Um, 
but he himself had had issues, and he had a lot of issues with pastor and leadership in general. And one Sunday, he stood up in the middle of the sermon and had said, I can't remember what all. He said something. I thought he, he used a very bad word. Yeah, he used some bad Ooh. words in the middle of sermons, and everyone just kind of stopped and started to aggressively approach the platform to him. And there was like, the, uh, yeah, he had one on him. Uh, he hadn't pulled it out yet, but he had it in him. And the way he was, the look on his face and the aggression, he, I mean, he had his eyes locked on pastor at the pulpit as soon as he got up and started taking off walking. And th- this stuff had been brewing a little bit. People had known he was kind of on edge about stuff. And so some of the men in the church, most of them in the church kind of already had a feeling about this. They seen it kind of cooking as well. And as soon as he started taking off, he didn't get no more than two or three pews, and we had like three or four guys on him. Actually, Good. grabbed his arms and hauled him out. Yeah, oh yeah. And then that was a whole you know, situation from there. The church, I think the church just kind of prayed for him. Pastor stopped, said, let's just pray for him. He's going through some stuff. And they took him outside, and uh, family had to be dismissed, and uh, called, I think they called the police on him. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so. uh, in the state of West Virginia, that's a, a crime. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you, can't, um, you can't bust in any church. Any place of worship, uh, and uh, start being disruptive, like willfully. Like um, if somebody walked into the the mosque, you know, across mm-hmm. town, and was like, "God hates Muslims" or something like that, they're committing a crime, and they could be arrested. Oh, really? Just yeah. from oh yeah, saying stuff like that. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, no, you have to have a weapon on them. Some, to cause no, no. A disturbance. No, just any type of disturbance. If you if you walk into a place of worship and cause a disturbance. Uh, Anything enough to, I mean, essentially call the police, you know, over if you walk in and start yelling, you know, uh, anything, that's, that's, a, that's a crime. You cannot do that. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't I, know it was that sensitive. I remember one time in Washington, um, we were at a Sunday night service, and this guy had walked in, and he was just sitting in the back, and all of a sudden the pastor got up and started talking, and this guy just got up, started walking towards the platform, and he goes, hey, pastor, can I say something? And the pastor went, Nope. And then guys just got up and walked him out. Well, yeah, well, you know, he, he actually, I was actually going to bring that up. He, he walked up. It sounded only like the way you were describing the story is like, oh, my Lord, were you there that Sunday or something? But uh, he was like, he walked up and he, he's like, Pastor, I would like to like, say something. And Pastor just looked at him. And he was like, um, uh, no. And he was like, he's like, but I, I believe God has uh, told me to come here and say something. And he was like, well, maybe we could talk after church. And he was like, he was like, well, I need to do this right here, right now. And the pastor was like, um, I can't, I just, I can't let you do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know you. And he says, so in other words, you're just not going to let you, you're, you're going to be rude and not let me get up there. And <laughs> I don't, I can't remember if the pastor actually said this or not, but it, I, not, if I remember correctly, he's like, he was like, I'm not being rude. I'm trying to preach to my congregation. You're being rude by interrupting me and interrupting yeah. our service. There's an order there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and eventually, yeah, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't forced out or anything like that. But our assistant pastor um, actually ended up taking him back to the uh, there's like a back room, kind of like a little conference room, if you will, mm-hmm. and basically sat down and had a talk with him, something like that. What came of it, I don't know, but I mean, it was it was that that right there. Obviously, probably wouldn't constitute a crime, but yeah, uh, it's an it's the same vein. Basically, it depends on how forceful the guy is. If he didn't take no for an answer, that kind of thing, yeah. uh, then then that would be a crime here. Wow, that's just in West Virginia. I, uh, 
yeah. I'm, so I'm sure other states have that. Yeah, that that's going to be a law that uh, is probably very, very much by state to state. Most states, the law kind of um, adheres to a, uh, essentially uh, a copy of the federal code, mm -hmm. but each individual state will have some laws that that uh, are kind of unique to their state. I don't know if other states have that law. Well, especially the way things are going today. Yeah. You know, we're in 2019. We're all aware of what's going on in churches, yeah. not in other countries, but, you know, what's trying to creep up here. They're trying to. They want to disrupt and, yeah, yeah, make it in a, you know, state to state. That's the part of why I was such on high alert that day, is because all the stuff that's been going on lately. Yeah. So I mean, we don't want to see it come to that, but you know, Christian churches across the world are getting hit more than we are being told. Right. More than we're being told. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, um, that same spirit, attitude, whatever. You know, I is already here in America. Just we have, uh, we fortunately we're in a state where we can carry a pistol, you know, legally to defend ourselves. You know, and that's it's great to have a police officer or a detective in your church. Uh, Court Chavis' church out in Georgia, he's got a couple, one or two officers that will uh, sit at or stand at the entrance of the door in uniform. Huh. It's like guards. <laughs> wow. You walk in, you got that presence right off the bat. Boom. All right, you better watch yourself. In Chicago, uh, church, I went there a couple times. There's a couple guys there. I don't know what if it's FBI or whatever, but they work for one of them agencies. They're always in the black suits, sunglasses, the men in black. <laughs> but they, they follow the uh, the pastor was in the police force for years. I think he might still be, but he retired. So, he, I mean, he's the pastor himself is like hawked up. You know, a guy, and you don't mess with him, period. Yeah. But still, he has a couple uh, uh, federal agents or something that go to church there, and they're walking him around everywhere. Of course, you're in Chicago, but they do this anyway. So that presence is there. And when you when you walk into a church uh, today, and uh, if people that walk, you know, if there's a character that tries to come in and wants to start something, if he sees that off the bat, you know, that's probably a good first impression to kind of, Put the brakes on that, you know, to, to stop something like that. So uh, anything else you want to add to what we did before we go on here? i got a list of some stuff we want to. Um, I just, um, uh, this, this is probably jumping into your. Oh, go, go for it, go. But it, the best thing that anybody can do and uh, what we call in, in the police department um, or police culture is situational awareness. That's what you want to have. That's the best defense. Like, if people were wondering, well, how do we, what do we do? How do we stop this? You know, that kind of thing. Um, this is probably some situational awareness is probably good for churches that may not have an officer in their right, facility. Right. Okay. I mean, it's good for everything. Right. Could, okay. What if I hadn't been here? You know, what if I hadn't been at church that day and I walked around that corner and I saw him peeking into the room? Mm -hmm. And if he had some sort of nefarious right. intention. Um, would somebody else, you know, saw him, spotted him, said, hey, that's weird. It sounds like, you know, Travis would have mm -hmm. because he, he, he was telling me stuff that I didn't even see. Um, so most people in society walk around um, unaware. Uh, a go term for it is condition white. Um, that's a big term. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, there's a whole there's a whole color code thing. You know, black is dead, white is completely oblivious. 
Um, so uh, I'm not going to get into that, but basically, if if you got your head buried in your phone uh-huh. while you're driving your car, you should expect to get in a wreck. Gosh, good. No. So so that's what that's what you that's how you prevent these things. Is you have to be situationally aware. You have to have your awareness level up, um, and that means the coupled with that is. Um, if you have that gut feeling that something's wrong, there's a very, very good chance that it is. Something's weird. Isn't that, isn't that odd how if you have that, what we always call a gut feeling, and it seems like several people have the same one that, that it's real? Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of odd? I mean, I don't know how to explain that, but it, you get that gut feeling that something's wrong, and, and you're right. It, sometimes something is wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's kind of weird mm-hmm. how that just works. But anyway, yeah. I didn't mean to yeah, yeah. rabbit so, hole there. Um, <laughs> most people don't want to deal with confrontation non-confrontational and that that gut feeling kind of goes against that because most people are like oh you know what this is just in my head you know some people will, I, i'd say a lot of people would say oh i'm just being ridiculous there's nothing wrong with this guy we're in a church that kind of thing that right there you don't want to you don't want to fall into that trap mm-hmm. they talk themselves out of yes you don't want to fall into that trap if something if you feel something's wrong just let somebody else know that's yeah. all you got to do yeah. Exactly. Somebody else aware too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then who people, knows? Maybe they had the same feeling too, and and confirms their suspicion. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And you, all you need is one or two people that will take that seriously enough to the point where they'll keep an eye out for yep. it and watch out. Yep. You know, while you go ahead and go on. And what what do you feel you need to do? So, yeah. The. Uh, now, I know anyone can get online and look up church security ideas, and uh, so I'm just going to, that's all I did here with this here, just go some points real quick. Um, not going to talk about them, but if you guys want to chime in on one of these, just say something. I just picked a bunch out and made a list on measures you can do to um, uh, add security to your church, kids' church, or whatever. Uh, one is hiring off duty law enforcement. I didn't know you could hire an off-duty law enforcement. Yeah, I've, uh, I didn't know that I've talked to the pastor about this, um, and I've talked to the chief of Granville about this. Uh, the chief the chief of Granville was like, oh, yeah, we can have an officer, you know, sit in your parking lot during church hours. I don't think it's ever happened, um, probably because um, that officer wouldn't have been pulled out of the rotation for calls. So... There's a good chance the officer's always dealing with a call. Uh, I, I potentially ask him about hiring an off-duty police officer to sit here in the church. Um, and that's a surefire way to get a police officer here is if they're getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, that that hasn't come to fruition yet. I don't know if it ever will. But that's that's an avenue that I've, I've already talked to the pastor about and um, the police chief in, in our jurisdiction. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Uh, volunteer security rotation is another method. Um, I think we kind of, we don't have that technically established. It's just kind of, we engage. It's not formal. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say that. I knew that word. (laughs) Uh, video camera surveillance systems. We had those just put in. Right. Now, this is not wired up to a police department. This is wired up to pastor's phone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. Sensor, uh, you walk through it, it kicks on kind of like the blink cameras and stuff that we see everywhere now, people's homes. We have those inside the church and outside. Uh, Probably we're going to be getting some more. Yeah. He's got a plan for that. And uh, so 
I think the way that cameras are so affordable today with these kind of things, um, keeping one or two around your kid's church area alone is, is worth the money for somebody, for a church, you know, and if it's, uh, I had um, Arlo for my small business when I had that, uh, had four cameras with it, and it recorded every time it picked up motion. Don't they nowadays, don't they have those dummy camera things that you can just put yeah. on the, They've always had on the yeah, ceiling? Yeah, you can get them on Amazon. Yep. Oh, yeah, fake cameras. I yeah. had those too. Yeah. yeah. People see them and they don't want to take the chance. They could be fake. They could be real. Now, it, well, it, most people don't think the camera's fake when they see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The uh, intrusion detection, I guess that, I didn't even read the paragraph. I just wrote down the title. <laughs> I guess that's do with a security system. That might be a protocol. That's uh, a security protocol, like, hey, we have a person that's somewhere where they shouldn't be, and then everybody kind of... That ties in with the yeah. security rotation team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, liability due to sexual predators. You mentioned that earlier that um, they have... Now, if, we ha if there was a sexual predator that come to church, he would have to just tell the pastor? Um, I am not sure. I don't think so, but... Um, are they allowed to come to church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, their their movements are not restricted. And and if you look, if you look at, uh, if you look at the, the registry for this county, there's a man who's listed as homeless in this registry. And uh, I talked to the man responsible for keeping track of all these people. And he said, I don't understand it, but uh, the circuit court judge in this county has ruled that a person who is a sex offender and has to register as a sex offender has a right to be homeless, which I do not agree with at all. Wow. Um, yeah, a right to basically a right not to have an address, and I don't agree with that at all. But um, I'm, I'm just he's homeless. Put a, put one of those trackers on him. Yeah, I'm just an investigator. So make him, make him wear a sign. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I th think. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm probably misspeaking, but no, there is some sort of, there is some sort of stipulation with them in, in places of education. Uh, people on the sex offender registry in places of education, I do believe they have to stay away from places of education. I feel like a Sunday school would count. So they could come to church, but they'd have to stay in the sanctuary. No, I don't even know if they could get on the property, to be honest. But okay. I'd have to, I'd have to, um, I'd have to talk to the state. That's something that varies from city to city or state that to state. You need to find that out for yourself. Okay, yep. so. That'll definitely vary from state to state. Okay, all right. Uh, moving along, security program, uh, local help. I didn't read into that. Um, sounds like a security program for local help. <laughs> Discreet live notifications. We <laughs> kind of talked about that in our, uh, uh, our uh, talk here. Uh, if you see something, say something. Yeah. Uh, security personnel identification. Now, that's the police officer in uniform, police officer in uniform presence type thing, I would suppose. That, yeah, that or um, the folks that attend the church that are responsible for security would have, like, some sort of identification on them for that Yeah, or, or, yeah, if we had a volunteer team, they had vest and a badge for security yeah. guard. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's, yeah. Uh, oh, here's one uh, obvious child check-in and check-out system. Uh, we have our own uh, simple little check-in system for our kids here. Um, and that, we don't have the online digital type thing yet. Uh, risk and vulnerability 
assessments. Yeah. What's that? Do you yeah, that's that? that's um, just somebody going around and saying, "Hey, this is you know, there's risk here." Uh, I don't I don't want to highlight anything, uh, but uh, one, one, a, uh, an example of that would be a door that somebody could enter without anybody seeing them. Oh, okay. So that's that's that that, that, vulnerable. That, that would be a part of that assessment. They would go around and look for things like that. Okay. So. That way, for instance, here we have these this two L-shaped hallways and this yeah. one camera yeah. has covered those yeah. vulnerable areas because they have entrance doors on the side of the church right. and they have entry doors on a bunch of rooms and exit doors. And yeah, and it, it I mean this is kind of I mean what we're talking about here is would be a small part or, or could be a small part of that security assessment. Uh like entrance and egress without people seeing, but even the doors themselves could be uh, a, a point of, of of risk. So, okay, it's it's there are people who do this for a living, and they they could potentially come in. They charge, I think they probably charge a lot of money to do this, but they could come in and say, um, "This is a risk. This is a risk." And then they would have some knowledge of uh, live criminal or not criminal liability, civil liability as well. They would be able to say, "Hey, you need to do this so you get a break on your insurance or something like that." And it's not just these types of things; it would be the whole package to include uh, fire suppression systems, stuff like that. Okay. And uh, the last ones here kind of bunch up all together. Uh, Well-trained volunteers with a watchful eye, uh, as you have clear plans and procedures, uh, and background checks. Yeah, of course, we do that here too. We do background checks yeah, for all of our. That's our, a big one. Yep. What do they cost now? About. Nowadays, I have no idea. When I do a background check, I'm doing it for um, the city, mm -hmm. so uh, uh, they don't have to pay. <laughs> okay, so Alexa, if we if the church, do you have any idea? I, I'm thinking thirty thirty bucks or something. Uh, Sounds right. It's not that expensive. Well, depends. I, on yeah, the level of background. Because I mean, to get my certificate, I have to get a background check to get my teaching certificate renewed every three years. Did you have to um, pay for that? Yeah. What? That's why. Oh, no, no, I don't now. I did in college, actually. Sorry. Okay. But in college, they made us do it every oh. single year, and we had to pay you, for it every single year. <laughs> but but we kind of thought it was, yeah. I mean, so I'm thinking around 30 bucks, I think it costs I think for that's it. What I, I Googled it. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Um, I say maybe 50. says the cost of a background check varies on how much is being investigated. County court criminal background check usually costs 15 to $20. Includes misdemeanors, felonies, offense date, case number, and arrest information. Statewide criminal background check you typically runs ten to twenty dollars. See, for student teaching, we had to have federal and state, though, so that probably oh, was double. Oh, include your prints being taken and, and yeah, your prints being um, run. That happens a lot. But yeah, I don't have to pay for it now. But I did, yeah, in college. It was every year too. Which okay. I think if somebody thing would have happened, they would have someone would have found out. But <laughs> all right, uh, Detective Ben, could you tell us where you work? Or your title, where you work at, or um, make I'm, it legit for us. I'm, if you want to. I'm a detective uh, uh, with the largest police agency in this county. Mm -hmm. um, what I do is I investigate uh, everything uh, outside of um, drug uh, investigations. We have guys that are specialized to do that. I I don't do that. I do everything else essentially. Okay. So I've done investigations on um, basically first-degree murder, uh, 
down to, you know, all the bad stuff. Major crimes. I've investigated all major crimes pretty much, uh-huh. except for things like trees and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't have to worry about that. Somebody else gets to, gets to well, carry that water. We're going to uh, move along here. Uh, let's give it up for uh, our very own uh, Detective Ben, everybody. And we hope you stick around because we're going to go to Podjinks right now. And in our toy box segment, we want to ask you some questions, Detective. Sure. <laughs> See if you can help us out here. We want to sure. be uh, more informed uh, of the law around us. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's go to uh, Podjinks. <laughs> Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where oh, corny sweet. kids' jokes <laughs> never grow old. No way! Here's your joy filled jester, Travis Johnson. Awesome. All right, Travis, take it away. All right, you ready? We're ready. All right, what is big and red and wiggles in the sky? Oh, oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to stop. Oh, hold on, stop. stop it. Hold on. We, got, we forgot to bring the kids in first. We did. And we need to tell uh, Detective Ben on how the rules work for our joke. So let me edit that out of the podcast so no one ever hears that. Podcast. Terrible mistake. Stop, podcast. stop thinking edit. about the joke. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> and now it's time for Pod Jinx. Travis, take it away. All right, so we got to call the kids in. You want to call the kids yeah, in? Yeah, just call. Or uh, should we have Ben call the kids yeah. in? Yeah. Now, Ben, you have to call the kids, and the kids are in our, our other studio audience. They're looking okay. through the, uh, the one-way, way, mirror. Yeah. one-way mirror over there. Yeah. And you have to yell oh, really sad. loud, kids, get on are. in here. So when you do that, they'll come on in. So you have to yell it really loud. Okay. Kids, get in here. Kids, get in here. Oh, they didn't hear you. You got to go holler loud. <laughs> children, children, get in here. No, <laughs> you got to <laughs> holler like you're, 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 oh, you're you hollering at a criminal. Hear, you don't want to hear that. Oh, yes, we do. Come Nobody on, wants to hear that. I don't even want to hear that. Okay, one more time. He's got to get a drink of water first. Yeah. Okay. yeah he, oh, he's not, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Children, get in here. Uh, I think they heard you. Hey, okay, guys. There they are. Enough. <laughs> Busted right. through that door. Now, Ben, this is how the uh, podgings works. He's going to give us a, a joke, and we have 30 seconds to, to figure it out. Now, if you know the answer, you can't just blur it out. You just have to wait till the music stops. But we can't, if you don't know it, we can think out loud. And then, you know, if we happen to solve it, we happen to solve it. Gotcha. But if you know it, you got to keep it to yourself. Then you just ruin it for everyone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's one that I bet you've it. never heard before. Probably not. What's big and red and wiggles in the sky? I have not heard this one before. Actually, I have, but I never knew the answer to that. Big and red and wiggles in the sky. Big yellow one is the sun. <laughs> Big red. Big red bubble gum. The flailing arms man. He wiggles in the sky. Yeah. The inflatable tube man. Inflatable tube man. Inflatable tube But it, it's not funny. Airport. Man, this is a tough one. All right, Travis. You ready? Yes, we're ready. Jellycopter. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, you're kidding me. 
A jellycopter. A jellycopter. <laughs> huh? That's the point. Thank okay. you. <laughs> All right, this that one. That was straight from Siri. This one. This one is for specifically designed for Ben. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh no. On which yeah. show do detectives solve? <laughs> <laughs> On which show? Don't do it. Don't I won't. Do it. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Your finger still <laughs> <laughs> On which show do detectives solve crimes committed by lawn gnomes? Lawn gnomes? <laughs> lawn gnomes? I hate gnomes. Oh, Alexa. Okay, you got to repeat the question again. Go ahead and say it again. What show? What did I say? Lawn gnomes. On what show do detectives investigate lawn gnomes? Solve, solve crimes committed by lawn gnomes. Oh, this is going to be a good one. So you got to think of TV shows. No, I'm TV thinking like Lawn like, like, and Order. Yeah. Lawn and Order. Oh, my oh, God. That that's it. And and she's already order. ruined it. No, no, no I'm thinking. She's thinking out loud. It's it, though. But Lawn and Order would, would sound really good. I don't know. Close. Huh? Close, but not. Do you see how she ruined the joke? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, yeah ruined it? Law and order. Is it really? This is law and order. This is law and order. It is law and order. Hey, she got it. He just repeated the rules. I was thinking out loud. I didn't know I was going to be right. She was thinking out loud. You know what? Taylor hasn't said said no. She hasn't said anything this entire podcast. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. I talked about Washington. Oh, that's right. (laughs) All right. Very good. All right. So that's it? Just two quality kids? That's all. All right. That's all I feel like today. Let's move on to our next segment where we're going to uh, ask Detective Ben... Uh, Our most burning questions. Yeah, so we have some burning questions to ask <laughs> on Toy Box. Preparation. Yeah. That's what I use. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Toy boxes is where we kind of talk about whatever we want to. Now, we was trying to get on track to where we would talk about our uh, our joy story themes that we do in kids' church. But today, we have some, as Taylor said, some burning questions to ask oh, no. that we need <laughs> we need answers to, Detective Ben. Oh. We need answers, to these, and, we, and we need it now. <laughs> so, who wants to go first? To ask to <laughs> I nominate take... Travis. I don't have any questions. Yeah, I you nominate Lisa. Just, just throwing them out right. like crazy. Yeah, I feel like there's gotta be some. Funny. All right, is it true? <laughs> <laughs> is it true that honking your horn is illegal? I've heard that. No, it's not illegal. Um, because I heard that it when they when they first put started putting horns in cars. They're for emergency use only. Yes, that's true. And they're still considered illegal to, to honk a horn, no. I guess. I don't know if that's true. Like, if you um, are doing it... Non-emergency. To, like, vent your anger or not for non-emergency purposes. Right. Alexa. <laughs> no, no, Travis reaches yeah. across me and honks my own horn. I do. I'm scared to death of it. It's there, it's there to... 
for an emergency reason, right. not because... I just need to spread awareness, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just use horns so, so if somebody cuts you off and you get behind them and honk your, honk your horn... That's an emergency. Because no. <laughs> I'm going to get there later. <laughs> yeah, it's not, a, it's not an emergency. <laughs> That's, that you should, shouldn't be doing that. So, like, so we can't honk a like horn in retaliation like, you idiot? Right. Yeah, you can't do that. That's where... Honking your horn would be improper. So, so like, if Travis use, is behind me, he wants to say hi. It's, it's he called improper use of the horn or something like that. And these, it, yeah, it's it's a violation. So what of, what if we the, honk the horn during yeah, your illegal if, move? If, if if you are coming, if you are going, you think you're going to have a wreck and you honk the horn, that that's, stop that's, it. That's, okay, so like, you're that's a warning. So you think that's, maybe they might be blind? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're a terrible if, driver, if a car maybe you're is blind. At you and you honk your horn. That's proper use of your okay. horn. I was rear-ended if, on Monday. Did you know that? Did you honk your horn? Oh my! I God. didn't know that. No, I was. He has a rental car right now. Oh, oh my! Where's God. the joke? Hey. Come on. They, they the totally nicest car. car, huh? They totally. We don't know. They didn't totally. Yeah, we're not sure yet. He's an OBGYN. I was late for the. He's not. Travis is an OBGYN. No. I was like, that's that's different. No, the guy, the guy who hit him. So I mean, he's gonna be fine. No He's gonna be okay. We have Dabit. What was it? You guys had questions coming up, right? I'm oblivious to what's happening right now. Please stand by. <laughs> I have another question about horns. All right. Another question about horns? Yeah, like, okay. like, is it okay to have these modified horns that sound like, like Dukes of Hazzard yeah, and stuff? Yeah, they put train horns and diesel horns uh, on cars. I'm not sure about that. It's just that. a nuisance. It's, it's probably... Well, you can have... It used to be you couldn't have any colored lights on your car, like blue or green. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they've changed that within the past three years. So I'm not sure about the horns, to be honest. I think it would apply the same rule, as long as you're I not just, using it. Well, but I just feel like who's going to play Dukes of Hazard when there's an emergency? Yeah, like, but, okay. you're, not doing, you're not putting Dukes of Hazard on your car <laughs> yeah. for an emergency purpose. I'm not sure about the stipulations on what, That's to what get kind chicks. of sound is coming out of the well, emergency no. horn. I mean, you, you probably can't of the, of the horns. About... Five years ago, I had a buddy who installed a new horn in his car. But it turns out he didn't install it. wasn't just the one sound bite, if you will, uh, for lack of better terms, that he had. It was an actual like mini computer that he would have on his on his system, and he could switch between the sounds at Whoa. will to where. So like I, I don't know I don't know if that's across the board. I'm gonna guess that, that cool. they're gonna want all the horns to sound the same. So. You know, when they're used in emergency situations, somebody's like, well, what is that? Why, why is oh, that? Yeah. Dog that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like this song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone's giving birth in a yeah, Volvo yeah, back yeah, then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I'm going to guess that tampering with the horn is probably uh, a non-compliant thing. Okay. You're not supposed Just to do that. Okay, what were the other questions? You guys had like a dozen of them. What is the legal <laughs> limit that you can go over the speed limit without getting pulled over? Uh, <laughs> it's like the saying, eight, you're great, nine, you're mine, a thing. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's just down south then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on where you are, but uh, I mean, I don't know, but I've heard <laughs> that um, if you are under 10 miles over, you're probably not going to get stopped. Oh, good enough. It probably has to do with the judgment of the officer. You know, it, it's it's um, the penalty. If you're ten miles over, it's it's a more serious ticket. But if you're ten miles and under, it's a less serious ticket. So, I guess it could be viewed as 
most officers are looking for people who are seriously violating the driving code and not maybe just a little bit drive, you know, violating. Because if you go to court to fight one that's seven miles over, you have a good chance of winning it or no? No, I think it's just um, that if the officer was constantly looking for people driving three miles over the speed limit, they probably wouldn't have anything to do that day except stop cars and write tickets. And most <laughs> officers in this area um, will have broad responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I think it stands to be West Virginia overall. Most, most officers have a broad list of responsibilities. And, you know, focusing on every little traffic infraction is probably going to limit their ability to do whatever else they're trying to do. And to dovetail off that, is it true that let's say they start right, you know, pulling people over for going four miles over, is it because there's a quota? Yes. Uh, good question. I was just yes, about to ask that. I like that. Are you allowed to tell us? Best question. I think by, by federal federal law, there can't be a quota. Federal law that trumps the state law of any you, state. If you that, can see his face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, another question. So a quota does not that. exist. Another question after that. Hold on, hold on. I would say quotas shouldn't exist. I will tell you that. Completely. Oh, didn't exist. Oh. Another question based off that. Um, is it true? I don't know. It seems like if you're in another state, you tend to get pulled over more. Like, do they look for people yeah. out of state? Uh, that that's probably going to be the individual agencies. I know that um, people talk about the Ohio Highway Patrol a lot and said that you know they they constantly are looking for people from other states. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. Um, I've noticed I got pulled over a lot more often. Other states when I travel a lot. I well, well, the thing is, the thing is, um, when officers pull pull you over, they're they're probably looking for some sort of criminal activity, not not just driving. Um, Especially in small towns, yeah. Barney Five. They're not in. looking for. They're not looking for <laughs> seriously for yeah. you know uh, the senior citizens who are you know live there. You know, they're not they're not trying to. Yeah, basically, um, bully people, but they're looking for. Uh, if you're going to make a traffic stop, you got to make sh you want to be able to see, hey, is there something else going on here? You know, it's a contact with the public. You know, uh, it's just a just the way that it is. Cops will be suspicious of whatever. And say it's late at night, and there's a vehicle with maybe a in this area with a Michigan driver's or a, a plate on it. Say it's 3 a.m. That that's going to be odd to to the guy who's driving around and there's nobody out. Mm -hmm. There's nobody out driving around. Nobody from West Virginia driving around. Yeah. He sees one or two cars uh, a night, and one of them happens to be from Michigan. So he might be like, "What's that person doing?" <laughs> More often than not, they're not doing anything and they're just out for you know whatever. But maybe maybe late trip. Else it could just be on. a late trip home, but you never know. So, he look, so they look for the slightest inf infraction to. They're trying to. They're trying to take the minimum amount of information and basically figure out what's going on. And m most of the time, yeah, ninety like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, nothing's going on. But sometimes there is, and that's where you hear about things like, "Hey, on a traffic stop, we just found four kilos of coke and you know six hundred thousand yeah. dollars." That's why it's gotcha. because an officer was driving around and said, "Hey, that didn't look right." Mm -hmm. So, 
Any other questions? Who's my, my rental car right now has New Jersey. Travis, on. Travis, that's not a question. But I'm just saying, I'm afraid I'm going to get pulled over. Yeah, you're probably going to get New pulled Jersey. Over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you have the little rental sticker no. on the back that says Enterprise? Know, or something? There's so the many. Yeah, that's even worse. A rental car. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> even worse. But there's so many people from Jersey in this town that nobody gives them a second. But not right yeah, now. True. No, but not, not right, right now. now. But not but summer. a lot of kids go to summer school, so. All right, who, Especially if they're from New Jersey. <clears throat> who had the uh, Netflix Hulu question? Alexa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ask, yes, yes. That's ask. not a... Ask it, ask it. <laughs> I mean, he's I not going to know that. I feel, like that's more might, of a, might know. I feel like that's more of a federal thing. Like, do you know if we're all sharing HBO, Hulu, Netflix passwords? I mean, or that's, that's federal, right? <laughs> that's probably a civil... civil not that any of us plan. are. Yeah, a, no, no, none of us are. Or like using LimeWire anymore. LimeWire is still a thing? Oh, is that... Data sharing? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like, File sharing. Oh. Sharing. Although they shut that down. No. Yeah, I think they did. I'm still using Napster. Well, actually, <laughs> you can still get the software. Yeah, the server you have a Napster login I can borrow? <laughs> yeah. Stuff uh, like I don't know about all that stuff. Let me yeah. lay, lay down, laws let me lay down like a scenario. That's like, F, that's like FBI. <laughs> Travis, Travis has a scenario. Let me lay down a scenario for you. Okay. I'm going 80, <laughs> 80 miles per hour through a school zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have my I'm I'm laying on my horn to let them know that there's an emergency. <laughs> that there's a fast car coming down the road. Right, right. Would I be okay? No. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. And he's screaming. There's out a the fast window. car. Yeah. I'm going really fast. <laughs> you might lose your license. <laughs> Wait a minute, oh, it's school in session. It's school in session. The law is hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but most of it's common sense. <laughs> what a, you had a question about asking. What's, what's the premise of, um, we have seen this multiple times this week alone, driving down the highway, and people are turning around in those um, emergency vehicles, vehicles only. only turn around. That's become a really common thing around here for some reason. What's that? We've like in the last week. I've literally seen three P, three different cars on it, 79 and 68, where they will literally turn around using the authorized only vehicle, little median pathways. Not police officers. Yeah, it was never police uh, officers. That's just people being lazy. They're all in for graduation. They don't know. Remember when going. I told you, you know, if you're buried, your buried your head in your cell phone, you're probably gonna have a wreck. It's probably they buried. So that your old head. guy did that hit me the other day. Yeah, the OBGY. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Reading his newspaper. Great, yeah. uh, greatest generation in my rear. <laughs> so he was really old. Holy crap. Yeah, he had it up in the... So, on death's door. Um, so, yeah, it's probably they just missed their exit and they're... Tur- and they're, they're but could they, could they get in trouble yeah, with a yeah, cop? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I, I, what they need to do is lay on their horn so they know. Right. <laughs> so, happening. so the emergency flashers also don't give you the ability to stop wherever you want. Just, oh, what are the what's Travis calls them. Oh, they're oh, my, flashers. Yeah, uh, yeah. my park like, anywhere lights. Yeah, yeah, your park anywhere lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get a ticket <laughs> for that. Don't do that. Lights. Yeah. Um, I'm glad yeah. I don't have to deal with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's how, how long you have you worked have... for? I have been a police officer for ten years. Oh, okay. I, I, not, I have... not with this department. I, I've, I've been at the, where I'm at now for seven years, but I was at another agency for three years. I have a bit of law enforcement background myself. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. You do. With, wait, 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 Travis? If you guys have any questions for me, I mean, I can answer. Travis has... Like, do you know all the crimes we've all committed? <laughs> because... How many tickets have everyone in this room gotten? Um, zero. Zero. Wow. Zero. No, I, I get I get some warnings, but I've never had well, I've got, speeding tickets. I've had or one tickets? warning. Tickets. Okay, well, tickets. I've technically gotten one 
but the uh, I convinced the judge to throw it out. I got so one. I not. got pulled over once driving back from Virginia at like 4 a.m. because I had my high high beams on. Travis likes what? to drive with his high beams on all the on time. The it's illegal to drive with your high beams on. Yeah. He just uh, thought uh, I was drunk or something. I don't. I don't know how that works now because all of the high. He said it was a warning sign for like a drunk driver or something. What? I don't know. I mean, it could be. He it didn't get mean. anything. <gasps> uh, oh, I got one. It, but with the high output lights on all the cars now, I don't even know how you tell who's who's yeah. got their high beams on and who doesn't. Because I'm because blinded. It wasn't yeah. my car. And I'm like, I don't know. I turn them on to watch out for deer and right. stuff. Yeah, If there's nobody coming towards me, I will turn them. I'll turn them on. But if there's if there's somebody coming towards me, I turn yeah. them off. And then the guy said, so I saw you constantly. going. I saw you. I was on the It'd going the other way. come across the road, and you didn't get a ticket for it. He didn't give me one. He was like, I saw you going the. I was going the opposite direction, so I pulled off. The interstate, and I came back on, and I'm thinking, how fast were you going? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> probably pretty fast. Right now. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's a bad, that's a yeah. surefire way to get Don't do that. Have you ever seen a flock of cows in the room? <laughs> a flock of cows? <laughs> I think I've seen a herd of cows before, but I've never seen a flock of cows. Of course, cows. I've heard of cows. I've just seen a whole flock. <laughs> oh, okay. He probably knows that one. All right, I got a question. You set me up for that one. All right. Is 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 it true that let's say like there's a cop that's stationed on the side of the road, and he's clearly like in a hiding spot, right? And you're coming from one direction where you can clearly see him, but the other direction can't see him until it's too late. And you fly do like little flash your lights, like your headlights or whatever. Right. Is that technically illegal to uh, warn the oncoming traffic? Because I've actually had that. People safe. do that on Grafton Road 24/7. Yeah, but I mean, um, <laughs> you probably could spin that into some sort of illegal activity, but. Um, I don't. I don't know. Be hard to catch. Yeah, it'd be really, really difficult to catch. That's true. But essentially, what the officer is doing is uh, speed trap, right? He's just trying to see if people are, are breaking the law, essentially. Um, so if somebody is warning people, I mean, if you walk down the road and said, um, "Hey, there's a cop down there. You know, drive slow," that wouldn't be illegal. So. Yeah, sign. It's kind of the same grounds, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, probably, it's more like probably. that's kind of I mean, like that's what he's there for to make everything. I was about safe, to say, right? in, in a way, that's kind of a good thing though, because you know, down. what I mean, slow you down. slow down. I mean, the worst comes to the worst, you're just not getting a ticket. But at least in the future, it's going to make you not drive fast to that area because you don't know. It's just somebody didn't flash, and he could still be there. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess it's, I guess I can understand that. Well, a lot of times, the public will call and complain about things. Like speeding and people running stop signs and red old lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an old man. Yeah, and then they go and hit your car, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, individuals, citizens will call and talk to whoever and say, hey, um, I live close to this intersection. People are running the stop sign all the time. So if you see something like that where, you know, a police officer's there for a long period of time, it's probably because he's been told to be there by. Because most cops don't want to just sit around because it's really boring. Um, so, uh, and like I said before, the range of police responsibilities, especially in this state where we have limited police resources, limited police funds, most officers are wear many hats, and they and their responsibilities are very broad. Um, I know in this area, if you see a police officer, ninety percent of the time you see a police officer on the side of the road, that police officer is also going to respond to calls for service. Like, that's not his primary job, to sit on that side of the road. His primary job is to patrol and respond to 
uh, calls for service. So, um, I thought he was just trying to fill a quota. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Okay, since, since we're I all got, here in West Virginia, you have a question? I got two questions. Okay. All right, there's a real quick. So, we're around a bunch of college students, mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't have a brain. Um, what is the rule about um, pedestrians crossing the road if there's not a crosswalk or if there is a crosswalk, but they don't have the right-of-way just yet? If and if you accidentally hit them. They're supposed to be in the crosswalk if they, uh, if they walk into the roadway where there's no crosswalk, they're jaywalking and breaking the law, and if they yeah. get hit, it's on them. You know, it's Ooh. a wonder jaywalking so is safe. not a racist term now. You're safe. Why? So you're saying you can hit wouldn't. them? I think, it, I think it's, no, it's just. It's, it's plow just, through. It's in the, yeah, here's the thing. You don't want to do that, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, if they're in the crosswalk, uh, they, pedestrians will have the right of way. It, even if the crosswalk doesn't have a green light, they have to stop like you have a green light? You're talking a crosswalk where there's a it's sign painted. and the, the yeah. road's painted. Yeah, but they have to obey, obey the um the signal. If there's a signal there, they have to obey that yeah. as well. The driver does. Oh, okay. The pedestrian Fish. does. Okay, there's a if, signal if for them. The, if the signal is saying, you know, don't walk, they're not supposed to walk. Okay, but, a stoplight. But places that don't have signals, like there's, if they in, walk into the crosswalk and you're coming that way, you clearly you have to stop. Yeah. It's, it's, um, there, there's it's got, really contingent on whether that signal's there or not. But basically... If they're in that crosswalk, whatever they do, they're right. If they're not in that crosswalk and they step out in front of your car and they get hit, it's on them. So if they're in the crosswalk but they don't have a green light and you even have... even if they're not supposed to be walking, they're still right. I would mm -hmm. I would the rule of thumb would be there's if they're in that zebra walk, that crosswalk, that striped walk, mm -hmm. they're right. Wow. They're right. That's okay. Yeah. Don't that's don't, why it's there. Don't uh don't, well, don't like, well, like don't what try. if you have yeah. a green light and you're going and you're like, and they too, walk in front of you? Yeah, and you're I mean, too that's close to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it, I'm, I'm saying if there's an officer around, he sees that. I mean, that could be a potential uh, failure to yield uh, to the because there's the two sign. situations there's a crosswalk where there's stoplights, mm -hmm. and there's crosswalks where there's no lights, and it's just yeah, a crosswalk. I, I understand the, the no lights, they always have the right of way, but what if you have a green light? Yeah. And well, say the speed limit's like 50. And they'll walk Yeah, yeah, well, yeah the, the and situation you're going like that 50 and you don't have time to time that The one that we run into all the time right Downtown. there on University Avenue yeah, yeah, at yeah. McDonald's. Like, yeah. you're pulling out, like, taking that right to go towards uh, Van Voorst and all that. Yeah. And, like, as soon as our light turns green, even if their signal says don't walk, they'll just walk right in front of you and I mean, stop up traffic. I this mean, is, this is kind of like... Um, <laughs> You know, you don't kick your dog for being stupid. You know, that's kind of this. That kind of <laughs> falls into this vein. You know, well, what they're doing is very stupid. But you win that fight a thousand percent of the what time. If, what if you just bump them a little bit? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just a little nudge. Don't do that. So yeah, uh, honk your horn. Yeah, honk your, Michael uh, Scott him. Put on your horn. Emergency. <laughs> yeah, don't do that either. So yeah, they. I mean, they're they're. I remember being a student and thinking. Hey, I'm supposed to walk here. You know, why is this person barreling down on me with a car? <laughs> it's like collective, you know, stupidity at, uh -huh. at, the, at the college level. I don't know what what it is, but yeah, um, yeah if they're in they the were crosswalk, a place studying. Yeah, yeah. If you're if they're in the crosswalk, pretty much just give it to them. Even if okay, you have a second one, I do have a second one. All right, that one. What is the rule of construction zones 
there is two miles of warning saying get over, <laughs> but the person waits until the last possible second, cuts in front of I all have, the, have, the traffic. I have an opinion about this. And yeah. gets over. I mean, before, before you answer that, the I, wanna, I think we want no, to I have an opinion. opinion. I think, I they, think they need would. to, I think this is a law, but not it's not out there, and they need to put signs up for this. There needs to be what I call a zipper. Yeah. I was going to say that. The zipper it merge. It has to be a zipper merge. That, that yep. is the way to solve that. Yep. When you approach that funnel neck where you get yep. that one lane, you have to, one car left, one car right, yep. one car left, and that's zipper exactly in there. That's yeah. how it should work. Yeah. Or what if towards the but end? Tell, that, tell us how it yeah, is. Yeah, that's supposed, to, that's supposed to, what's supposed to happen. You're not yeah. supposed to stop, you know, like come to a stop two miles away from the single lane of traffic Taylor. just to just emerge. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to use both of those lanes of traffic, and then at that merge, everybody is supposed to... But, no one, that but nobody don't know that. Why do they have signs that That's not what we're saying. We're, we're saying, like, whatever... Like, okay, I wouldn't you, know what that meant. Two, two, two miles prior, you see that sign, right? So if you're going... At that time, you're going 55, 65. You're going, and you got more than enough time in that two miles yeah. to get over while you're going 65 miles yeah. per hour... Instead of waiting until you're at the very the end, and then everybody's everybody's got to slow down to let you in, and then that causes of, the traffic. But think of up. how fast that whole if you're in the left lane. No, we have actually witnessed it. If people got over, just like say that say the left lane is closed and people need to get over in the right lane. Right lane's going. Everybody's going 50, 60, and then the left lane merges into the right lane instead of zipper effects. Traffic will never stop. If you have to it'll stop slowly, and zipper, it yeah, it'll move slowly. But if you zipper. Traffic has to stop. Let this person zipper in. This person go. Let this it's person gonna zipper in. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, only, but not if everyone just no, gets people over. People have no idea. The concept of zipper merge. Just, yeah. No, they're, they're not no. taught. There's no we signs. Need, they think if the you're only this, rule oh, there is you're just supposed to merge. We need zipper merge That's, awareness. Oh, okay. As exactly. As, zipper word, as, <laughs> as far as where you do it, it it doesn't matter. I just I would prefer to I would prefer to zipper while I'm moving so I can stay moving yeah, rather no. than zipper at the last and, and moment and make everybody yeah. and slow yeah. down and stop. Right, right. Get in front. No, you're not getting in front of me. <laughs> Which yeah, that's, you're in the, you're in that yeah, right. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, way. don't try to get through first. Try to get through through together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last question. Do you, you have something? I don't have anything. All right. Most important question. All right. I have to know out of all the police and detective TV shows. Which one, if any at all, are like true to life? Now I know you're not in like major city, but um, is there is there? Or do you even watch these? Well, I mean, you have the you have the the true life ones that aren't true life, like cops. You know. Yeah. What about Life PD? Yeah, I mean that is that is very. I'm talking about the drama shows though. Drama shows. Drama. Live live PD PD is the closest. It's my favorite. But um. There's still a lot of... But they're still not going to show stuff on yeah, Life there's PD. There's still a lot I'm talking of, about the ones yeah. who get the fake blood and chasing criminals and then detectives uh, and stuff. I hate them all. <laughs> like NCIS. How true is that? I I, well, that's... I I've like only worked CSI with NCIS officers maybe one or two times. And what and is didn't. going on in Chicago? You need 911 and PD and fire? Chicago PD, happening? Chicago fire. <laughs> What's happening in that, that city that you have three shows? Chicago's pretty awful. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. We were just, yeah, we were just talking about this yesterday. I think you got Chicago Waste Management. I had to dream the region there. And we... was, was, was it called Southland? <laughs> Southland? <laughs> is it, it's yeah. about LAPD. That sounds familiar. Is that, is that the show I've, about I've LAPD? Not, <laughs> I've not seen or heard that one. 
I know I haven't seen them all. I watch a lot of 911. I think I think uh, I I haven't watched any shows like that for a long time. But if I remember, there was years ago there was a show called Southland, and it it seemed pretty decent. Chicago Parks Department. What's happening? <laughs> Chicago. I literally had a dream about Chicago the other night, though. That Nate Reed moved there, and we had to go visit him, and we were scared out of our minds. What? We had a dream shows. that Nate Reed moved to Chicago. Did you say we had a dream? No, uh, I had a dream, uh, and, but we but, no, I said okay. we we had to go visit him, and I remember oh, being okay. like, we have the same dreams. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> we've, been, we've been together so long. That's really weird. <gasps> we sleep like this. Oh, <laughs> if your brains touch, you have the same dream. Oh, wow. Okay. That is creepy. Like if your head's touched, not your brain touches. So uh, you can't think of any shows that like, even the old black and white shows. Well, I mean, like I've, I've, I've only done it for 10 years. so I don't, that's, I don't what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of hard to question because you're not, because a lot of these shows are based off the big city, New York yeah. and Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I would say Brooklyn Nine Nine. I would say uh, <laughs> that, show. that show about the LAPD was was closest to Southland. reality, if that was what it was called. It's it's not too old. I don't think it's on anymore. But yeah, it, if I watched maybe the first season of it, I was like, man, that's that reminds me of a lot of work. So wow. Yeah. Which one was that again? The Southland. 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 Yeah. That's what, yeah, I think that's it. Surely that's on. L.A. Cop, John Cooper's Sign a Train Rookie Ben Sherman. Yeah, that's it. Southland. Okay. Yeah. Now on watching. All right. Well, I think we got it. We went a yeah. We got a big one today. A hour and twenty minutes. So we better get out of here. So it was a good one though. It went by fast, didn't it? Chicago. It went real good. <laughs> Chicago wasteland. You still ticket over there, aren't you? All right. Let's get out of here. And um, I'm done. Anything else you want to say, Ben? Thanks again oh. for being with us. Yeah. We appreciate it. So. Yeah, it was fun. All right, uh, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you next time. Take us out, Carol. That's why I'm glad we had this time together. Because it makes me feel that I belong. Seems we just get started, and before you know, Guess it's time <laughs> for me to I told you we was going to have mistakes going on happening. We ain't been here in a month. I got to pull stuff back together. We did do hide and seek. Well, you did. You and Taylor, for some reason, did hide and seek. I don't know. I I was a beast at hide and seek. (laughs) Hide and seek. No, not in this. I just ran laps around the church. That's basically, you just just hear like little. There's the new floor and all you hear is clip, clap, clip, clap, clip, clap. I'm going to find him. Just keep it running all. I'll edit all this out for real. This is, good, this is good stuff right here. This is, uh, this is go, Jerry. Yeah, this, banter. Yep. Just go with it. Go, go Jerry. Go, just gotta do what go you gotta do. <laughs> with the outtakes, we can just make this the outtakes. Oh. Yeah, watch it. There we go. There it is. All right. You're not, are you gonna use that? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Here it comes. All right. Uh,